This episode is brought to you by assholes who quit their job unannounced and take their whole crew with them. Fuck you. Evening Hot Dad Out Podcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... Welcome to the uh, Dead Out Podcast, where fuck, I'm tired. But this is the show where I ramble and rant and tell you what's going on in my life and what's going on in my brain. For your listening enjoyment, I am, of course, your lovely host, Adam Higgins, The Odd Dad Out. You can find me at Odd Dad Out on all the social medias and at odddadoutpodcast.com. And I'm just fumbling through shit today, aren't I? Ah, <laughs> uh, I felt like that should have taken longer. The music's just still going. Huh? I'm out of practice. <laughs> I don't know why I'm suddenly talking like one of the Beatles. That just kind of happens right there. It got worse once I became aware of it. How you doing? Ah, uh, unlike my normal days i'm fucking tired right now because of, well the fucking reason why i'm i haven't been here for a month it's been like a month too hasn't it um long story short i've just been too fucking busy and not even in the too fucking busy like i normally am because normally it's a kid's stuff or i fell asleep stuff or you know the life just you know shit going on at home no this time it's been fucking work it's been work, 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 work as the title, which I already had laid out for this episode. Like this is one of the few episodes I had the art made for this episode and the title for this episode before I sat down and recorded. Okay. Not before I sat down because I was sitting here, you know, doing the art and all that shit. But before I pushed record, all that shit was done because, well, I've just been fucking busy. Like hella stupid busy and my, you know, you may have gotten a little taste of why I've been so busy and I'm not going to get into specifics, but yeah, we had a, a few major losses at work, which resulted in basically every, like all hands on deck having to cover for those people that bitched out on us. <laughs> and it's, and it's been like this for a few weeks now where we're just all, all of our guys have just been caught like all night, like every night, four or five in the morning, some nights, six, seven, eight in the morning. I think this last week I got home on Friday morning. I got home at 7 a.m. And on Saturday morning, I got home Okay, I, I have to back this one up. I got out of work at 8.30 in the morning. Mind you, I go in at 6 at night. I go in at 6 p.m. I got home, I got out of work at 8.30 in the morning. And it was, I, I have to at least give that little uh, bit on Saturday because since it was so early, late, however you want to call it, uh, I still contend it's not tomorrow until you go to sleep. So for me, it was still Friday night, but whatever. Uh, 
we decided, hey, since I'm driving home and it's already, you know, I'm already up and I'm in that area anyway, I'm going to swing by the Arrowhead Farmer's Market because, well, we never get a chance to go by there because on Saturday morning, they, they are doing special early morning hours for the summer because, well, it's Phoenix and it's hot as fuck. And at 8.30 in the morning, it's already about 100 degrees outside. So it's hot as fuck at 8.30 in the morning or 9 or whatever out at the farmer's market. So, yeah, it makes more sense to be early. But, well, I was already up and on the road anyway, so I might as well stop in and and visit with some of the people we haven't seen in a while because we haven't been to any of the farmer's markets in a little while. And the ones that are over in our area, they stopped for the summer. So they're only doing this one over there on Saturdays. And it's kind of a pain because I'm sure shit not waking up that early to drive all the fucking way over there. I'll just say it's almost a half an hour from my house, but it is along my path to work. So, hey, it's kind of worth it, I guess. I'm already, you know, I was already on a 14 hour work day and all that. And I haven't slept or eaten since, you know, I don't remember at that point. But you know what? We don't have too many opportunities, so I took it because I'm stupid that way. And so I go to the farmer's market on my way home and I'm wandering around there in the 100 degrees and all the shit. And literally only one of the regular people that we would buy from were there. There's one dude, the guy, the, the rancher that we buy our steaks from was there. And the the bakery that we normally get stuff from, that we get all our breads from, our pasta guy, because he's from New York, he ain't dealing with this shit. And he, he's, he's what we like to call a snowbird. Not so much a snowbird. He lives here, but he's got a home in New York and he goes back, you know, he flies north for the summer. And so, you know, he went back east for the summer because if in, you know, I, I can't blame him. It's been 115 degrees here for a while. And so <laughs> it's, it's just been, you know, hot. So I can't blame him. But yeah, the, the people that we normally go to buy stuff from consistently, none of them were there. So I was like, well, fuck, I'll get some steaks. And he recommended a juice uh, place around this, like a couple of stalls away from him. He's like, okay, I got some, some fresh watermelon juice and some steaks and um, dog treats. And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> that was really it. We didn't get, oh, I got some good strawberries. That was it. That's all. And I'm, no, I'm normally, you know, we, we spend a couple hundred dollars and not even like a, we, we, you know, when we would go to the farmer's markets, I carried a wagon always. And I, not to be braggy or whatever, we like, you know, helping support our local small businesses in, the farmer's markets especially. And so we would throw down $100, $150 on stuff from all of these bakers and our the you know the steak guy and the pasta guy and you know I'm we built relationships with these people. You know, this guy, I I walk up and the steak guy knows what I get. From day one, ever since the first time I went up to his stall, this guy knows, like, like we figured it out. This is what I'm looking for. He figured, yeah, this is what you like. This is what you're good for. I come up. He's like, the sirloin, right? And he pulls out what he's got and he's 
lays them all out for me so we can find the right stakes. He remembers all my kids, you know, and that's, that's, I've built relationships with these guys. I throw a lot of money down when I go to these places and none of our, our regular places were there. Shit. Like, and, and I didn't even have like viable substitutions. I was like, I wandered around there for like an hour. Like, okay, does there anybody else where I can get like pastries? Like all the bakery places that were there were places that's like, oh yeah, we make French bread and we make baguettes and things like that. It was all bread, bread bakeries. They're like, oh yeah, I could get 15 types of fucking bread. I don't want bread. I want pastries. I'm looking for cookies and banana breads and, and stuff like that. Not, you know, I don't care for your sourdough. I don't need it. I don't need an artisan loaf. I really don't. Not what I'm looking for. I want, you know, treats. So yeah, all that to say, I wandered around the farmer's market for like an hour after I already had worked all damn night. And so I actually didn't end up home until after 10 a.m. Because <laughs> I'm stupid that way. And hey, I'd already been up that long anyway. I was awake enough. But at the same time, I you know, to keep myself awake, I was also, you know, getting into the strawberries, which are really good, but getting into the strawberries that I just bought to just kind of, you know, make it. But yeah, I... I had some long nights and some of the, I mean, the only reason I didn't work, some of the guys this week had pulled 60 hours this week just because of these long ass nights we got to do. And it's just one of those, like some nights they'd have people that were supposed to be on site that are actually supposed to be working the building, not just our guys that are, were substitutes. There'd be some of their actual people and we'd be getting them. I was like, okay, we're, since we'd had so much more experience by this point, it's like we're showing them, okay, here's what we need to do. Here's how you do it. And this, 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 okay, let's work this all together and let's go. And by the end of the week, every one of those fuckers are gone. And so it's still, you know, our guys who are, we're supposed to be substitutes, but we've basically been running the shit for a couple of weeks. And yeah, it's just been long fucking hours. And, I pulled just shy of 50 hours this week. And the only reason I had that little was because I had one day I had to leave early. I felt bad because the rest of the guys were there for about four, four more hours after I had to leave. But I left early at 1 a.m. because Charlie had a dentist appointment at 7 a.m. the next day. I could not stay all night. <laughs> and my Saturday that on this particular week was short. That's it. I had a really short Saturday and one night where I went home early. Everything else, I, you know, I would have, I had probably pulled 60 hours with the rest of the guys had that, you know, those two occurrences not been. But yeah, it's just, and it's been like that for weeks. And if you know anything about my recording schedule and how I do the show, I work on the show on either night, like primarily on one, I usually have like one night out of the week where it's an early night and I come home and I record on those nights or I'm like Monday night if I don't have work or not, if I don't have work, if I'm not too tired or don't have editing work or something to do. If I have, you know, client work to take care of editing to do, then the, I'm, I'm not recording. Sorry. Like somebody's paying me to edit their podcast. That's got to come before me doing this for free for fun. So. Yeah, that happens. And even that, I've been so behind 
the, all of this extra work for work, 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 work has put my editing behind and stuff that normally I was like, oh yeah, I'd be up, you know, Saturday night, maybe Sunday night and knock out something like, and, and edit this last one. It took me a week and a half to do something that should have taken me a day just because I had, I was working in small bursts. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do like an hour here, 30 minutes here to knock this out because I just have, I, I can't. And I just ended up having to just suck it up and fight through one night to get it all done. But I'm just, it's, it's been a bitch. It has been a just, and I will say it's the only saving grace I have from all of this right now is that the boys are out of school. Yeah. <laughs> Summer school is over. And that's the other thing. They were in the thick of it last time I talked to you. But, you know, school, summer school is over. They're not, you know, I don't have to be up with them and getting them out the door at seven o'clock in the morning or anything anymore for now. But, you know, my wife is still working. And that's the thing is she's still working. She's working from home. So now it goes from, okay, I'm getting up and taking the boys to school in the morning to I'm getting up and making sure the boys stay quiet while she's on the phone with customers during the day. It was like the rest of the, well, they were in school. I was like, oh yeah, well, they're not here. It's not a big deal. But now with them, we're like, hey, shut up. Mom's on, mom's working. Be quiet. Knock it off. Go back to your room. Go watch TV in the study. You can't be out here playing video games and fighting over shit when mom's on the phone. Knock it off. And I'm having to do that sort of shit. And <laughs> so it's 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 all it's already still just like a I got to be up one way or another I've got to be up and you know still dealing with you know lack of sleep under normal circumstances I run on little to no sleep even like right now I'm on fumes I've been on fumes every day and there was actually one night it was actually at the start of this whole stretch where I had been dealing with uh I haven't talked to, I haven't really talked about it yet. The the kitten we got, Sebastian, we took him to the vet. Turns out he has ringworm. Or at least it appeared at the time we got him, he had ringworm. He's been going through treatment. He was, you know, we got him on some medication. There was some stuff and he's like, we had to keep him isolated. And which basically meant he stays in our room 100% of the time. He does not leave our room. His litter box is there. His food is there. Everything is in our room, bathroom area there. He is isolated there. No other animals are allowed in there right now. The boys aren't really supposed to be in there, but at this point it doesn't matter because unfortunately, before we got the diagnosis of he has ringworm, everybody in the house had been infected. I started having some spots, you know, the boys all had some spots. They'd all got treated. And just for reference, if you don't know what ringworm is, it's not a worm. It is a fungal infection. It's it's kind of like it's like athlete's foot is this in the same family of, of fungal infections that ringworm is. And you actually for home use, if you don't have like a really crazy case where your doctor is prescribing you like oral antifungal medications and stuff, you actually just treat it with uh, like athlete's foot spray or cream or whatever. So, yeah, you just go and spray it like two, three times a day, spray your little spots and, you know, for a couple of weeks and it 
dries up and goes away and whatever. And we're doing the same thing because unfortunately, Toby ended up with a couple spots. He's my wife's cat. And our dog Jasper ended up with a pretty bad case all along his belly. And so he actually has to have an oral medication. Uh, the kitten has a oral medication that he's taking and we're actually also doing ah, I just can't doozing and uh, fumbling through this it's late leave me alone um <laughs> but jasper also has a a spray so we're like spraying his his spots and uh he's got an oral medication that he takes every morning fortunately uh mystic and fluffy didn't get anything and i think it's yeah it's sure dumb luck really but as a result of this, on top of all this work, we've also had to do like top to bottom disinfecting of the house because it's, you know, it's a fungal spore thing and any surface that he had touched while he still had free roam of the house became potentially infected. So he's jumping on the couch, he's, you know, climbing on furniture, he's on, you know, exploring the house gets into every room he's jumping and climbing up on the boys beds he's tumbling around you know napping on their floors uh getting into the laundry you know cats and laundry baskets just laying on the cat tower you know every little thing every room he'd been in we had to disinfect and along with you know treating any our, ourselves and then uh, sanitizing all of our laundry, which meant, you know, extra hot washes. And we actually use, which we, again, I, I think I've mentioned this before. We actually use the, uh, I think it's the Clorox. Now that I think about it, um, laundry sanitizer. And it's a non-chlorine laundry sanitizer. But we've actually been using that for a long time just on account of, you know, boys getting sick from all of the crap that they could bring home from school we're like, all right, we'll just use laundry sanitizer. It's just better, <laughs> just in case. So we use that anyway, but extra hot loads and laundry sanitizer and everything getting disinfected. And to the point where if you go into the way, way back, and I had like my entire episode that ended up devoted to our shark steamers and like the history of shark steamers that we've used. And like so excited that we got our like new platinum, whatever the shit, shark steam pocket with the extra spray jets and all that. Well, I finally upgraded away from a shark steamer to a full-blown heavy-duty pressure steam cleaner. <laughs> it's not like a commercial-level steam cleaner. It's still, you know, a residential level, but this is basically a high-pressure steam boiler on wheels. <laughs> this thing shoots out like high high pressure steam that like it's hard to i don't know all the stats on this machine because i didn't bother looking them up in the little manual i just looked up how the different tools attach and have at it but basically it's you know if you my 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 shark steamers got nothing on the amount of heat and pressure this thing puts out if for just for reference if i were to be using the hand steamer thing to like clean the microwave or whatever on my, with the shark steamer, you know, it shoots off the steam. And if I happen to pass it over my hand, like, ah, that's, that's uncomfortable. But 
this thing shoots a jet of steam at high pressure, and it's much hotter than what comes off the shark. And just for reference, the shark has like maybe a half a cup, three quarter cup capacity tank. It's, you know, sealed with a little plastic thing. This thing holds two cups of water and has a one inch brass threaded. uh, It's like a radiator cap. (laughs) This thing, it's a high pressure valve. It's just a boiler. That's really all this thing is. It's a boiler on wheels. It takes anywhere from like two to 10 minutes for this thing to heat up to pressure. And once you pull that trigger, you know, I can pass my hand with the steam from the shark. If I pass this thing accidentally over my hand, it marks. It burns the ever living shit out of me. If I, and, and I usually, if I'm steam cleaning stuff, I've got like the towel wrapped around my hands just for convenience. So I like have the spray nozzle, the steam sprayer in one hand, and then like a towel wrapped around the other hand, just to like wax on, wax off, steam on, wipe off you know, and doing that shit because I'm dork. Or like, oh, I just spray down and my other hand is following right behind, wiping away the grime and everything. Not with this one. Even through a towel with like my whole hand in like a wipe. I've got like a a car wash mitten that I use sometimes for this stuff. Because, hey, I can just put on this glove and clean stuff with that. Yeah, no, even through that, this bitch... shoots straight through and burns the ever-living shit out of my hand, even protected by towels. So yeah, it hurts. But you know what? This fucker works. (laughs) This thing came with, like, just for reference, it's, I just, because I, the only numbers I remember is that it, it takes about 10 minutes to reach full temp. It's got a two cup capacity and that a full tank can run about, gives you about 45 minutes of steam. And yeah, that's pretty accurate and actually goes pretty long way when you're looking at cleaning a kitchen or disinfecting a bathroom, which is incidentally how I spent my father's day. I actually took my steam cleaner and went bathroom to bathroom through the whole house as just kind of the process of going through and disinfecting every room and disinfected and steam cleaned all three bathrooms. (laughs) took everything off all the counters, took everything down and proceeded to, it's, cause this thing, it's got like, you know, it's got the crazy steam jet thing that just shoots, you know, laser beams, fucking, uh, high pressure steam at the whatever. So you can get in the corners and, and everything and blast everything super high pressure. It was done great, but I'd used it on the sinks and get in like, in the bathrooms and the corners and just sit there with a little jet nozzle and blast the steam into the corners and along the, the line, the caulking lines and corners and all that stuff and melt all the soap scum and whatever the crap away and just wipe that away and then spray off all the countertops and everything and just melt away all the stuff and wipe everything. And it is the cleanest these surfaces have been since we moved in. But it also actually came with a steam squeegee. So it's got like two rows of squeegee blades and then a row in the middle of the steam vents. So you, when you pull the trigger, it steams the windows clean and it just squeegees away. And I'm like, 
short of, hey, you've got like you've got to dry the lines between like every pass. You get kind of like the water line off the edge of the squeegee. Other than that, and it's shooting high pressure steam. So steam kind of, you know, goes off the sides, whatever. Shit works. Glass is fucking clean. (laughs) It's like Windex got nothing on high pressure steam. I'll tell you that. And so I've actually been, you know, I steam cleaned, steamed all the windows and all the surfaces and even in my boy's bathroom. And I don't know why I, I should have stopped while I was ahead, but I went down and after doing the counters and all the stuff, I even went and every parent and every mother, dads may not so much or they they black it out. They just don't think that it's there. They know it's there. They know this mess is there. I got out the gloves and everything and the the high pressure and I steamed the floor, the area on the toilet around where the little bolts are on the floor. <laughs> you know this area. Anybody who's ever deep cleaned a bathroom knows this area. It's the single dirtiest part of a toilet. Because nobody wants to look down there. Nobody wants to look at the fucking bolts. I remember seeing a thing where like, you want to know how much a guy, ladies, how much a guy cares about you? Go look at the toilet and look at and see if he cleaned the bolts. Because <laughs> that's, that is the single dirtiest and single most neglected spot on the toilet. Because nobody wants to clean it. As somebody who's worked in hospitality and the, the, Cleaning restrooms and cleaning has been my job for most of my life, one way or another. And re- even when you work in restaurants, cleaning bathrooms becomes a necessary skill. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm painfully aware of this area. And I took the steam cleaner to this and to all of this, the crap and built up dust and grime behind the toilet and everything all of everywhere and cleaned all of this in their bathroom. And steam cleaned away the soap scum and everything off of their bathtub and shower and everything. Because again, we're disinfecting. So I did everything in their bathroom. Oh, monkey. That was more work than I wanted to do. But once I started doing it, I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't not do it. It's, I see it there. I have to keep going. And, you know, steam cleaning and everything, their toilets and the, even this, you know, even the shelves where the towels are doing all those surfaces just because he, you know, he's a kitten. He climbs. So he got up onto shelves. So steam all the shelves, all this stuff, you know, steam again, getting into the crevices on the toilet seat, you know, where the hinge is. It's like some of the dirtiest parts of the toilet seat. It's not the part where you actually touch. It's the part that you never clean because it's a difficult surface right there by the hinge and in the, the hinges. Like the, oh, you, okay, you spray you, the lids down and you clean the whole back area behind the, the thing. And then you open the, the top lid and you get in the hinge right there and all that area. And then you open the other, that you open the seat and you get on the bottom again because each level has a different area of grime and crud and filth that builds up in those little hinges area because nobody fucking cleans that because it's, you worry, everybody worries about the inside toilet bowl area, maybe the top outside, you know, that's it. Nobody cleans the fucking hinges. I steamed the fucking hinges. I steamed the fucking bolts and the baseboards and all the bullshit and did this 
in all three bathrooms. Yeah. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> and, and also, another little device on this steamer is obviously it's got a floor thing with a nice long, it's about three foot extension wand, which I can actually use for all of the attachments. So I could put the big high pressure jet on the end of the three foot extension wand and I can actually use it to steam my curtains. I, I think there's actually a brush that I could use to just steam the curtains with the high pressure thing. Or I could actually, but I can use it to get up like high areas or low areas. It's actually very helpful. It was good for doing the baseboards and stuff and steaming along the floor level stuff. So I don't have to bend down with it. I can just, you know, steam stuff from a distance, but, you know, get out the big floor cleaner head and the floor cleaner head for this particular device is just the same size as the shark steam pocket things that we already had. So I was able to just throw one of the shark pads onto this thing instead of using the ones that it came with because it just came with some microfiber ones. I was like, no, fuck it. I'll just use the shark pads. We've got tons of those and they slide really well on the carpet and was able to steam clean all of the tile in the whole house and uh, steam disinfect all of the carpets, which is a really big thing because, you know, in, you know, a plague kitten <laughs> running around on carpeted floors, potentially, you know, fungal spores that could be in the carpet. Got to get rid of it. Got to kill it all. So steamed all the carpets, steamed the couches, took all the covers off the couch cushions since we've got the, uh, the love sack that has the, where you can take the covers and customize everything. So you took all the couch cushions the seats, the back, uh, cushions, everything took all that stuff off, disinfected that all ran that all through the washer and then still steam cleaned those and any like regularly used seats. Cause you know, you get like one spot on the couch you actually use and then nobody else really sits anywhere else unless you have company. Basically, that's the only, I had to keep steam cleaning that same area. Uh, <clears throat> went through the kitchen, steam cleaned my counters. Steam cleaned my stove. I'd put a lot of work into that. Steam cleaned my flat top grill. <laughs> Mostly that was just because, like, man, this cleans up really well. Dissolving, man, that stuff melts everything, man. It was, I've never had so much, like, I've, I've never had, I, I steam, when I start steam cleaning shit, and if you listen back to the whole episode about shark cleaners, I get really, like I start doing shit and I just keep going. And when I've suddenly got 45 minutes of quality high pressure steam, I can really get into the nitty gritty of steam cleaning a room and steam cleaning our, our stone countertops. And that was just a, I want to, I want to see how good this is and like, just go through, you know, small area and work it and wipe it down. It's like everything just melts. I'm, I love this thing. Yeah. Top to bottom, you know, having to put all this extra work. Meanwhile, I've got these extra long ass days and vet visits for getting the animals checked out so they can get on medication for all of this stuff. So, you know, I was like, oh, I'm having to deal with all these vet visits and I'm having to disinfect the house from ringworm stuff. And we're working all these late nights and I actually had a, a point where I was like, hey, I can't come in tonight. I am dying. I can't like I'm not getting any sleep. It's just been too long. And that was at the beginning of all this whole, again, this long stretch of these super long late nights. And 
So yeah, it's been a bitch. It has just been wearing and I have not had, you know, the normal, oh, this is my one short night of the week where I normally record. No, we're going off to those other, to that other job site to cover for that. So even if I might have had a, under normal circumstances, had a short night out of the week that I could sit down and record a podcast and, and empty or hell fuck sleep. If I had a normal, a normal week where I'd have a, an early night where I'd be able to sleep. Nope. Don't got that <laughs> sleep. Who's that? Never haven't, haven't seen you in a while. And so, yeah, it's just been no time, no time. And I felt bad. I felt bad because, you know, all this stuff and talking about new, I've, I got a new toy. Hell shit. I got a bunch of new toys while I've been gone because, well, guess what else happened in the meantime? I'm a dork. Prime Day. And we we picked up some some stuff because one of the other things that I've had to deal with is, you know, it's seasonally. I gotta trim the hedges. You know, we had a giant ass mesquite who was in the front yard. This is part of, hey, it's the landscaping that they do when they build the house. I have a, a big mesquite. I don't that big really, but I have a mesquite in the front yard. And mesquite grows fast. If you've ever if you've never had one. Mesquite grows really fast. And I actually have to trim this twice a year. And otherwise it actually will be overgrown onto the sidewalk. And then you get a notice from the city that your trees are encroaching on the sidewalk. And our tree was greatly encroaching on the sidewalk. I'm surprised I hadn't gotten a ticket for it by this point. But I go back, trim all this back, take it back there and realize I have a fuck ton of uh, brush that I need to get rid of. What the fuck are we going to do? And right around the same time, we'd just finished picking our sweet corn, which came out really well. It, I've never had corn this red. It's so good. It really is. I think we're taking some of it on vacation with us. And so, you know, we got to share our corn. Some of the popcorn that we grew in the fall and the sweet corn that we just grew this spring. And I don't know, we may or may not plant another set of sweet corn before we go on vacation. I don't know. Uh, we'll see because it's been really hot so i don't know if we're going to do it or not but yeah right around that time we i do all this trimming i got this big pile of mesquite branches on one side of the house and then we harvest all the corn and so i've got somewhere approximating a dozen stock corn stalks piled up on the other part of the yard and i'm like well shit, what am I going to do with all this? I was like, I think maybe we need to like rent a wood chipper or something. So we just come out and maybe like, you know, they'd say, Hey, just chip this for me. I don't need you to take it away. I'll keep the wood chips for the garden, but I just, can you do something with this for me? Cause I just have too much. And it suddenly became reasonable for us to like, well, can we just buy a wood chipper? <laughs> because we have a regular source of, of of stuff that needs to be shredded and chipped and all that stuff. You know, we got to trim the mesquite pretty regularly. We've got some other shrubs and hedges and things that need to be trimmed. And if we're going to continue growing corn uh, every other season, well, that produces a lot of stalks. And corn husks and corn stalks are some pretty good mulch. And we looked it up and on prime day, there happened to be a, a little electric 
home wood chipper that can handle pretty much everything I've got coming off of my mesquite. Um, anything larger than that, I probably I would just probably throw and just get rid of it or carve it or something. I don't know. But it took this, we got this little home wood chipper, it's a little electric thing, and made some pretty good use of this thing. And I've, I've only gone through, I went through all my corn stalks and about half of my mesquite. And the only reason I haven't done the rest of the mesquite is because my gloves disappeared somewhere, my heavy garden gloves that I use. And if you aren't familiar with mesquite, mesquite has some big ass thorns on it, like ridiculously large, like inch plus long, heavy ass thorns. And those big, long, heavy thorns extend all the way to the most T-tiniest thin twig branches and spindles at the ends of those long spindly mesquite branches. And those the and the, those like super thin, almost like grass thin and very similar to color grass color uh branches and twigs at the end of mesquites that small and tend to break off when you're trying to trim things that blend in with the grass and you step on very easily because you just can't see them sitting there in the grass and those thorns go straight through your shoe and straight into your foot and you step on about 5,000 times while you're trying to clean up brush well you know if you don't have really heavy gloves to deal with that yeah that's there's nothing you can do you're just gonna have hands full of needles and so and then like trying to run those branches never mind just handling them trying to get branches from brush pile to the wood chipper and oh yeah you've got just you know handfuls of thorns just trying to stab you to death well then trying to control these branches and kind of guide them into the chipper nice and smooth while all of the thorns are catching on the chute (laughs) and you're trying to hold the branches steady and feed them into the chipper while they're trying to murder you so it's very difficult and so without having my heavy gloves to work with which it honestly it would only minimally help because those thorns can still punch through it but it's it's it, it takes a little more work to punch through it and that's that's really what i need but yeah i've get this little wood chipper and i've been grinding down i'm probably going to be doing some more of it tomorrow actually i think about it but grinding all this stuff down into wood chips for the garden because i'm out of straw and i need some more mulch and just recently started a second compost uh, batch. So I need to start, you know, grinding up some more stuff for compost. And, ah, uh, man, <laughs> tired aside, I'm super excited because I've got a wood chipper. And the fact that my wife and I realized that we had the use case enough to justify purchasing a wood chipper. The shit you don't think you'll need when you buy a house. We bought a wood chipper and could justify buying a wood chipper. Never in my life did I think I would be able to justify owning a wood chipper or have any need for it. 
that I, I also didn't know they had little electric ones that I would have a use for for like shrubs or whatever. Thinking back on it, when I was a kid, we could have really used this because we had a massive rose gardens. And every so often you got to prune the roses back. And again, big roses with lots of thorns and stuff. But other than rather than throwing all that stuff in the dumpster, we could have been, you know, grinding all this stuff up for wood chips or whatever for the gardens. Nevertheless, it's not the only toy I got. Because besides a wood chipper, the other big device that we realized we could justify the purchase of and happened to be on sale for like a hundred and something dollars on Prime Day was a pressure washer. Yeah. We and we actually had one in our little Amazon wish list for a while now because boys make messes and we live in the desert and there's dust storms and just general you know, the sidewalks get nasty. The windows get nasty. You'll have a lot of dust and stuff build up on the house and you got to keep the stucco clean and, you know, oh, there's a small oil leak here. And so we got to clean the driveway and all that. You know, your, your bug screens are full of dust and crap and grime. And so it's just, you got to get stuff clean and you need to pressure washer for that. Really? And they make little home electric pressure washers that are perfectly adequate for cleaning off your patio or pressure washing your grill or your kids just went a little too crazy with the chalk on the brick walls and you need to get all this shit off or they went crazy on the sidewalk with the chalk and now you got to get this shit off. <laughs> and so I actually have been slowly because I just have, don't have the time during the day. I got to sleep sometime. But I've also been having to pressure wash the sidewalks and the walls and clean the like screen, the patio door and the, the bug screens on the outside of the house. So that, you know, I, I actually need to get a, uh, I need to get some pressure washer, like cleaner stuff. Not for cleaning the pressure washer, but for like cleaning my sidewalks and stuff. And, like you can use it, you know, I'm, I'm planning on using it to wash the cars because, well, our car washes are far, so I can just do it my damn self, you know, just roll the van out there and, and pressure wash, clean my cars. Be nice to be able to do that. And so, yeah, the fact that like, I never thought I would have any justification for a pressure washer, but I actually do. And I actually have been making good use of it. I still need to finish the rest of my patio and I need to do my driveway, but I need to get some, you know, like, I guess, like I said, the cleaner degreaser stuff to get, you know, road tar and it's part of the new neighborhood bit, you know, when you've got fresh asphalt on the road. So when we for all moved into our houses, we all ended up with a lot of asphalt marks and tar marks and stuff on our driveways. And so I need to you know, pressure wash all that shit off of there. So our driveway looks nice and pretty again, you know, spray off the front door or whatever. But yeah, I got all this shit to do. And again, being able to justify a pressure washer is really something I never thought I'd do, but it's kind of, but it's kind of cool and it works. So I'm, I'm happy because toys <laughs> and we bought one of the boys again, prime day. It's It's hard you know, most of the shit that they throw up there on Prime Day is completely useless. They, they just load Prime Day with shit you have no reason buying unless it's like buying Echo devices and things like that. They put those things on there to get you to buy their stuff. 
And then they throw on shit like pressure washers and wood chippers that you're never going to use. I will. Or in our case, an electric piano or, or keyboard. And we'd been wanting to get Damien a keyboard for a while. I've been promising him. He's been asking. He wanted to learn to play piano and all this stuff. And we finally had one that was a, a good deal. And it was a good price. And it came with a seat and a microphone and lots of stuff. And we're like, you know what? This is a good deal. Let's go ahead and get this. And we got this little electric keyboard piano thing. And so he'd been, you know, practicing that and playing songs and they've been all learning stuff. And it was, it's been really funny. My wife and I sitting down playing stuff that we remember learning to play when we were younger. And then the boys see me sit down and start playing songs that they recognize. And it just trips them out because they, one, didn't know I could play piano barely in my my jackass of all trades sort of thing i don't know how to play piano there are things i know how to play on the piano i can bullshit my way with most musical instruments pianos also being one but there's a bunch of songs i learned because i made the mistake as a kid of giving my parents the option of buying me a guitar or a keyboard they went with the keyboard because it was cheaper and then it just didn't play out. And the next year they had to buy me the guitar anyway. So I had multiple instruments, but I learned to play a bunch of songs, the key, like keyboard and piano parts to songs that I was playing on guitar, like playing Home Sweet Home by Motley Crue. The intro is in piano. I would I learned to play the whole piano part and then would pick up from the guitar. So then you're like with my guitar hanging in front of me as I'm kind of leaning forward at playing the piano bits and then play the guitar parts and so i learned to play a bunch of you know especially like classic rock stuff but i learned to play a bunch of songs on piano and i learned a lot of stuff that like i sit there and play with the boys and they're just like oh i didn't know you could play piano i can't i can just bullshit my way through this stuff <laughs> and like Singer playing chopsticks, trying to remember all of chopsticks and the whole thing, because most people know, do, 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 do. everyone knows the little bit. No, most people don't know the whole thing. And I learned the whole thing. And so, <laughs> like playing through all of chopsticks and stuff like that for the boys, and them just sitting there, oh, I can't believe dad knows how to play music. Like, I got fucking five guitars hanging on my wall right now. I don't know how to play music, little fucker. But. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's it's been fun but also time consuming and things like disinfecting the house and cleaning you know it, it, to a degree you know having getting a wood chipper and, and doing all this stuff it's it's kind of a splurge and it's kind of a frivolous thing but at the same time it's summertime in arizona i cannot have a brush pile on the side of my house because it'll attract scorpions or snakes, or whatever. And so I have to clean up this brush. I cannot let it set. And so I you know, have maybe a week where like, I have brush on the side of the house. I got to get that cleared out. I got to have that out of the way. Otherwise, it's actually a literal safety hazard. Or a fire hazard, because it's on the side of the house and could catch fire. Brush fires are a damn hell of a thing out here. But mostly I'm concerned with it attracting scorpions and snakes, because they just like to live in the brush under the stuff. So, gotta get rid of it. And what better use than turning it into wood chips for my garden? 
because wood chips are fucking expensive if you've ever had to buy them. And I'm not even going to get into the lumber prices right now. I'm just going to say, I bet wood chips are still fucking expensive. But yeah, (laughs) I've had all that going on and all this home stuff. And it's all priority. And on top of all of that, we're going on vacation next week. And we're still not really ready because of all this other stuff. And I haven't been nearly as helpful at home doing all of this stuff and getting ready for vacation because I've been so damn tired from all these long ass nights. <laughs> and so this week we're, you know, packing up for vacation, but I've still got other shit to do. <laughs> That's really, like I got to get the oil changed on the van and like all, all this little, the little stuff we have to do before vacation. I already do all this stuff while still working our asses off over long nights. And we got to, you know, wash clothes and pack clothes and make sure the cats didn't pee in the suitcases and all that sort of crap. And probably did. But I got a week. I got a week to do the stuff I need to do. And then try and do the stuff like, you know, chopping up the, getting, grinding up the rest of that mesquite. And eh, I, I can give or take, you know, they could take her to leave it as far as pressure washing the driveway. Don't really need to do that, but definitely need to get, you know, the brush cleared before we go on vacation. Need to get the house clean. Need to get the laundry done. Got to do a million and one things. Disinfect, continually disinfecting the house because I, I mentioned Jasper had the ringworm issue. He's not isolated. So he is still spreading spores in the house. So I have to make sure that I'm still disinfecting the house and all of the rooms regularly. (laughs) I've still got to take my big heavy duty steam cleaner and steam all the floors and steam the couch and steam, you know, all the rooms. He sleeps on the floor in one of the boys rooms. And so I've got to go in and, you know, they got to keep the room clean so that I can steam their carpets. And all this stuff. I got to do all this stuff fairly regularly just to keep up and keep the house to a a cleanliness level. Not that the house is clean. It's still a disaster because I have four boys. But I have to do all this stuff just to, you know, keep the chances of us, you know, getting, you know, getting more infected and not letting the other animals get infected while we have the kitten isolated and Jasper still kind of has free roam of the house just because it's harder to isolate him from everybody else. You know, if, if it was just one, it's like if it's just one of the animals, it wouldn't be a big deal. Like if, if it was just Sebastian has to be locked up or if it was just Jasper, we can keep him in our basically keep him in our bedroom, have him isolated in there. If he needs to go out, he needs to go out. But for the most part, he's just there in that area between those rooms. But it's hard to do when you got multiple animals. And so Sebastian, he's a kitten, isolated in the bedroom. Jasper's got more free reign, but the other animals don't seem to be catching it. And again, I'm disinfecting the ever-living shit out of everything. Ugh. But at least my new heavy steam cleaner is fun. <laughs> I honestly, like, I, I don't have a problem using it. Like, oh, I've got to go and steam this whole thing because, like, oh, I'm just steaming the couch. I only need, like, maybe 15 minutes worth of, of, water. I I filled the tank. I still filled the tank. I got 45 minutes. I'm like, I'm steam the couch. Okay. I've steamed the whole couch. Okay. I'm going to go and steam the cat tower and deep clean the cat tower 
you know, I've still got, okay, let's go steam clean the, the TV. Oh, these, all the door handles and the light switches. And those, again, those are things you don't think about, but you really need to. And it, it goes to what are the surfaces when I'm disinfecting an office building for work. What do we do? Number one thing, all your touch points, your light switches, your door handles, your door areas. If you, you know, tend to grab a, don't, you know, people like people will push on a door on the door rather than on the door handle or whatever. All these surfaces have to get disinfected. Well, this is all the stuff I'm sitting here with the steam gun spraying and disinfecting and, and all this stuff. The microwave, the refrigerator handles, just blast the shit out of it. Clean all this stuff. Steam is a wonderful cleaning tool. I'll just say high pressure, very high heat. A really not just a no, not like, and I'll say I had the difference between having a shark steamer and having a heavy duty steamer night and day. <laughs> I like my shark. I, I do. And it is great for steam cleaning your floors as a granted it takes two tanks to steam clean the floors in this house, but it's a great little tool for some basic steam cleaning. But when you need to get serious, when you need to steam clean your curtains, when you need to steam your walls, your mirrors, your entire bathroom, and you need some more power, yeah, that upgrade. <laughs> I definitely, it was worth the upgrade. Oh, <laughs> man. Okay. Working. Cleaning. Working. Chipping wood, working. Pressure washing the patio, working. Yeah, that's been it. And you may have caught it. I'm back this week. I'm going to be gone again next week. <laughs> Sorry. Because, like I said, we're going to be on vacation. And short of somehow finding the time this week to record and edit and do everything to be able to have an, a, another episode ready for next week, I'm probably not going to be here next week. Sorry. But I will be back after vacation, and hopefully after vacation, everything will have settled down with the work situation too, and I'll be back to just working my regular stuff and not having to work recovery for the job sites that lost people. And we'll be back to just doing my job and not doing the job of other people who decide to quit and take their crew with them assholes so <laughs> maybe we'll see what happens there and i have some other stuff you know other garden stuff that didn't get into the garden other than talking about we picked corn and so we got stuff in the garden to talk about um and i haven't had time in a while you know if i haven't had time for a podcast i haven't had time for youtube videos but i, I haven't had time to give any garden updates and we've had tons of stuff happen in the garden, but for now, I think that it's, we're at, we're almost at an hour. We got to wrap things up. But again, I'll I'll be out next week. Hopefully, I'll be back with a somewhat regular ability to come back and do everything and give you a vacation update and a garden update and see what we're doing and what's going on and try and get back on some sort of normalcy. Hopefully, again, work settles down a bit and I can get back to you on some level of normalcy but 
Until then, remember you can always reach out to me on all the social medias at OddDadOut on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, email show at OddDadOutPodcast.com. You can leave me a voicemail or text your feedback or thoughts or podcast recommendations or requests or whatever the hell you want me to talk about, whatever you feel like saying. 516-636-7631. That's 516-OTOPOD1. Remember to go to odddadoutpodcast.com where you can find all the places you can subscribe to the show or just subscribe to the show on whatever the hell place you like listening to podcasts. And remember to share it with your friends and enemies and the random people on the bus and shit. Because that's how we grow this bitch is from you, 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 sharing this with other people. Because that's the most important thing. Ratings and reviews can kiss my ass, but sharing it with others is the key. So share, share and share alike, as the old Tiny Toons Christmas Carol thing said. I will be back in a couple of weeks. And until then, my oddballs, thank you and good night. Good night.